It is Wednesday, October 18th, 2023, and you're listening to episode number 30 of This Ain't Iowa, volume two. Everybody, welcome to the show. Be fucking it's professional. Me, it's Tony. It's Smellphobes. Hey, uh, you guys, uh, you guys fuck with figs at all? Anyone else out there? You guys like figs? Yeah, uh, those fresh figs. That's a fresh fig. Very good, Phobes. You're exactly right. Good eye. I was at. Uh, I'm. In, I'm incredibly susceptible to uh, to marketing and to new things. And uh, every time I go into Trader Joe's, they always have like, a display of something. Yeah. They're very old. <laughs> excellent. Excellent point. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> they are an ancient food. But at Trader Joe's, they're not just out and about, but they have like a fig display. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get a fig. I'll, yep. I'll buy a pallet of figs. So now I'm eating figs, fresh figs. Fresh How about figs? it? Yeah, with that, just that like, basil plant that dies in a day and a half. Oh, I'm like, oh, I can get the that. whole. That's a lot of basil. Yeah, it'll grow and then it's dead. It never does. I thank you for bringing that up because now I'm mad. You're exactly right. You used to just be able to buy basil like a normal herb in the herb section, but then they took it out of that section and they now they they, they, they tried to sell you a fucking plant. They're like, no, trust me, this is going to be great. You're going to have a basil plant. You'll never have to buy basil again the rest of your life because you're just going to fucking grow in this plant. And it's never done that. It, the whole thing just dies immediately. Well, can I tell you, it's both a scam and you're doing it wrong. So the, the reason okay. why you're doing it wrong is you're only meant to pick basil or basil as you call it from the first top two stems, not the rest of the plant. If you pick it from the rest of the plant, it dies. So you can only get like four leaves, which is a scam. They make you buy a plant and you get four fucking leaves. But if you take any more than four leaves off, of course it's going to die. Yeah. Or they have that plastic thing that has like eight pounds of it. I'm like, well, that's all going to die. I can't use that much basil. So I'm not making pesto. That's the only way I can right. make that much, use that much basil. Big basil has really got us over a barrel, you guys. <laughs> they're, they're the worst. Um, listen, first of all, Phobes, it's uh, good to see that you're uh, you're doing well. I heard that you finally got on board with the cool kids and caught COVID. I did. Yeah, it was a nice little uh, gift. Well, I either took it to LA with me or brought it back from LA. Um, just the, the timing was right. When I came back from LA, I was like, hmm, this is weird. And uh, yeah, so felt a little... Felt a little flush, and I was like, "This is interesting." And then I was—I went to the gym the morning I came back on Tuesday, and I was exhausted all day, and I wasn't sure if it was just from shenanigans on the weekend and getting up at the crack of dawn to go to the gym. And then Wednesday, same thing. I was just—I was exhausted, and then I had like allergy symptoms, and I'm not one—I don't normally get allergies, so it was all like in my head. And so 
I'm like, let me just try this. And literally by the time the liquid hit the line, it was red. I didn't have to wait <laughs> any minutes at all for it to like. Um, and then I tried another. I had a couple of different um, brands of uh, tests. So I took another one. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's. Uh, you couldn't so. just trust a corporation, no. Tobes. Well, well at, least, little, at least, at least, at the very least, Australia, he went to the gym and, and infected some other people first. I mean, well, they might have given it to me. I was feeling okay then. <laughs> yeah, um, fuck them. There was a 5% <laughs> chance they gave it to me. They fucking deserve it. Fuck them. They probably got it. Let's so, well, we, it. we have been given free COVID tests by our government over the last couple of years. And then also, then they said, hey, well, some of these. The expiration dates don't believe those, so that's now proved that's all a huge scam. Because they're like, oh, wait, these are all extended like another six months or a year, so go ahead and test yourself with them. So that's why I was like, well, I'm going to test one that's a little fresher. Um, so, yeah, and then it was, yeah, so I had to, I, I was going to, I was looking forward to spending some good time talking about my review of The Sphere and you 2 but unfortunately I had to cancel that. Um, I did test Oh, that must have fucking stung. It did. It did because I'm never going to get access to those prices again. So because the guys I was with had like those early YouTube fan prices. So um, yeah, I did test negative Saturday morning, but I had already told them, "Hey, just you know, I'm not going to be able." And we had another one of our other buddies from the Bay Area came in for work unexpected as a, kind of a surprise, and so my ticket went to him. I wasn't going to, like, pull that rug out. I'm like, um, okay, I had one positive test. Now let me go to this. Because all my they're all doctors and stuff, so I kind of respect what they do for a living. See, that's, that is why you're next level. That's why I think one time, like, Netflix like, will make a documentary about you. Because just a, a, a fucking run-of-the-mill you know, rookie mooch would have just taken it. But you're once again, you're playing the long game. Yep. You're like, if I do this, I get them sick. They're going to get pissed. I'm going to buff this other guy out. They're going to think I'm an asshole. You always think long term. And that's why you're uh, a genius in, in the mooch game. Uh, yeah. And I've got my mooch. Uh, so I've got, uh, um, yeah, and definitely uh, moving them mooching up with, uh, with Spoon. He's uh Gotten me into some of the Raiders games, so um, one of the like literally I didn't. He asked I was he I was helping him look for some tickets through the people I know, and then he's like, "Okay, so you're going?" And I'm like, "Oh wait, this you're getting one from me?" I was like, "I didn't I didn't need one. I didn't ask for that." But we did get to see the Monday night game, and then we this last game we sat right above the uh, the Win Field Club, and uh, I cool thing was there was a couple guys there. But I was like, wait a minute, where those guys look from? And one guy, he was actually wearing his, uh, they gave him, I guess, custom jerseys for Raiders, and it was Keegan Colasar, and there was like six Golden Knights that ended up showing up and were right below us. And because we were in the first row looking right over into their, uh, onto their table. It's a charm, it's a charmed life. It's a charmed well, life. He was a little, like, uh, uh, he was kind of calm, he was a little, like, just in his own business at first, and then the more shots they had, the more drinks they had, the more the guys showed up. They started getting, you know, when on third down when we were up and yelling, they were looking back and yelling it with us. And then when we won, he gave us, a, you know, we I think we're besties now, so uh, uh, we're good. For, and there was oh, I did, yeah, you probably did. there was some asshole that like came up to them and he pulled up his shirt like Superman style and he had a uh, a a Bruins jersey on and we're like and it was like and then we just I was. Just, Started, started to chant, you know, go Knights, go. 
So yeah, it was a that would be now. Could you imagine if like that that chance moment just somehow ended up with you <laughs> getting to mooch directly off Golden Knights players? Like, I mean, I don't know how. It's what you, you're already going to put me in it. I like you. He's going to put me in an early grave one way or another, but that would do it. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and we were good. sitting I'm next to like, feeling better. And, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Spoon was like, he was sitting next to these two girls. They were, they were Patriots fans, and, uh, but they were nice enough. And then I guess they turned out to be the massage therapist for Brian Hoyer. And then his wife and kids were sitting two next to her. So, uh, we did get a little scoop. Uh, when, talk he about... in, when he came into the game, I think Spoon was like, are you nervous? And she's like, yeah, he's too old for the shit. I, first of all, you want to talk about rookie moves. Don't ever put your wife next to your lady massage therapist. I mean, something's going to go wrong. No right danger there. in this situation. Uh, <laughs> seems like me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Loud and clear. Hot wife. A uh, big fat massage therapist. Um, all right. Well, listen. I'm I'm glad that you're well. Uh, I wanted to uh, get into a few things. You know, interestingly enough, Tony. You never know when we have these conversations what's going to sort of resonate with people. Uh, everyone really had a lot of strong opinions about uh, McDonald's orders and where to get your best fast food breakfast. Uh, Phobes, I'm going to go to you first before we start talking about some of the stuff that people posted. Give me your, give me your, give me your McDonald's order, and give me your favorite place for fast food breakfast. Go for it. Uh, quarter pounder with cheese meal, um, classic with Dr Pepper, and then a double cheeseburger. Um, oh, a side double cheeseburger. Sure. Yeah, the little <laughs> I like you threw that in. I was expecting like six pack of nuggets. That's that's different no. to another sandwich. Maybe like an apple no. pie to finish it off. A McFlurry. No, yeah. another burger. Well, one, one, just, is no, no, one is one is one is all like tomfoolery. The you know the Big Mac. It's got its uh, extra bun, some lettuce and stuff. The other the other one is just bun and meat and cheese. So you know it's kind of like a balance out. And breakfast, uh, no doubt about it. Um, Jack in the Box, Supreme Croissant. Whoa, brown. interesting. Yeah, best breakfast. Yeah, there's. I feel. What is what do you get the croissant sandwich? Yeah, the, a Supreme Croissant. Her sandwich is Burger King. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's different. It's not an actual, it's, it is a Chris sandwich, which is like form. I like just the Supreme Croissant, hash browns, and orange juice. I rarely hear Jack in the Box mentioned next to the word best of anything. But you're saying that's the, that's the spot. Yeah, I mean, they, they are very polarizing because they have some of the worst items in the history of fast food with that stupid taco or whatever the fuck that thing is. That very mystery meat sure. and American... It's as the fry, deep fried with American cheese. It's the grossest thing ever. I've had a lot of them in my life, but yes, you're right. So Okay, maybe I'm going to have to fuck with that tomorrow morning. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and, now, Didn't I run into maybe you? Can Didn't actually... I run into you in a broken down car like... After a Tycon at the one on Tropicana and Sandhill? Yes, that was when my tire blew out. Now, some people say that I was driving drunk and I hit the median. I refute, I refute that. As I say that my tire blew out. I, my tire blew out. I, uh, I managed to take it to the next exit. 
uh, which is shockingly close to your place, uh, and uh, and pull into that uh, into that uh, parking lot, that Jack in the Box parking lot, and then call my wife at the time, who was watching our less than one year old baby, and made her come pick me up, uh, and that was a bad day. Uh, you want to you want to talk about phone calls you just do not want to make in your life? That's up there. That one's up there. You know, I was um, thinking if I had known, believe me, that would have been my preference. If, if I had known you were going to show up there drunk as well, I would have just waited. Um, but here we are. The guy probably had a nice little nap in one of the parking garages uh, and, and then decided it was time to get, go home. Oh, that's right. That. That's when you were sleeping in uh, parking garages. I forgot you used to do that during Tycons or other mooch visits before your, your long-term game started to play off and you got free hotel rooms. Yeah. That was when he was responsible. That was him being responsible. Um, I, now, maybe you can shed some light onto this because uh, Rick posted a, uh, a story and uh, about... And and I didn't know this story about Troy at a McDonald's drive-through where apparently something went so wrong that he had to come home and there was a phone call made to like the district manager. Now, were you involved in this? I think it had to do with something to do with their all-day breakfast, but they didn't include a certain. Um, I don't forget what they didn't include. That was not in the all-day breakfast, and he didn't. He was just completely. Um, perplexed and flummoxed and angry. Um, that was one of the things that was so great about Troy. Like he could give a shit about 90% of just things in life in general. And then you happen to catch one small thing at the woman and it was scorched fucking earth with that guy. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it was. De- it definitely had something. Was like they yeah. didn't. I don't know if they. Yeah, it was like they had a limited menu, or they didn't serve. They only served in one part of the country, or something like that. Like they did, made it dividing whether it was the biscuit or the. You know, they didn't serve that here. They only served the, the McMuffin or something like that. Yeah, it was definitely some kind of yeah made a, like menu availability item. Speaking of places that uh, that Troy used to like to go to, so they have reopened a strip club that he used to love. It was previously known as the Library, oh, um, which we all went, he loved which we all went to on a few different occasions. He loved it. Uh, uh, now, if I'm mistaken, folks, you correct me if I'm wrong. The Library was the place. Was that the place that was all nude, or uh, was that a different place? I think that's a different place. It was you know, the the one that was all nude was the place that was under like the power lines. I forgot what it was called, uh, and it was really troubling because um, you could get younger women there, like it was eighteen and over. And I think at oh, the yeah, alcohol yeah. Place, it was all like nude, and then yes, yeah, something like that. Uh, and he used to love it, and it was all nude. But I didn't care for it because you got a lot of like the eighteen to twenty ones because there was no alcohol. The other places that had alcohol, he had to be 21 or over. And that was a very uncomfortable age group for me to see naked women in at that point. Like, I was already maybe 30 at this, in my 30s at this point, and uh, 18 is just, like, legal, fine, but there was something that didn't sit well with me 
about seeing like 18 year old, like a high school senior. I felt like I shouldn't be seeing nude. Yeah, that was the early years of Babes, too. And that was one of... Uh, babes, Nick- that's it. Babes, Babes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, because they, it was basically a break-in house. Kind of like, you know, when you learn how to deal, they put you on Mesquite or somewhere like that until you look over <laughs> right, 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 right. the MGM Graham. And, this, and Nick refused to ask for a lap dance. He would drool over a girl, but if she did not have some game or some... He's yeah. like, oh, well, I'm not going to... She needs to ask... And he, we left there a couple times because the girls just didn't have, hadn't been trained up yet, um, or hadn't lost enough dignity um, that they uh, uh, just kind of, yeah, weren't on it. And they'd sit on his lap, they'd talk, but if they didn't literally ask him, hey, do you want to dance? He would not be forthcoming and say, hey, can I have a dance? Mm-mm. The dude has yeah, a line. And that's uh, that's what? a weird, what can we say? weird line to draw. We, the guy had interesting principles. Uh, I will never forget the time we went to Babes on oil wrestling night. Oh and he God. got chosen to be one of the oilers. He felt too weird about feeling like tits and ass, which is, I think, what they're expecting. So he was just like oiling shoulders, elbows, like the uh, calves. Like he was yeah. just so awkward and uncomfortable about it. And I'm like, <laughs> as well, you should be. I think you taught that girl three years ago. <laughs> so yeah, this is a weird, we're in a weird situation. But anyway, so the, the place that used to be the library has since opened up called like LVLV. I pass it, um, uh, to and from work sometimes if I take Boulder Highway. It's purple, right? And, yeah, it's, it's all purple, and it's, it's got a big sign that says, now open, come here for lunch, for dinner. And uh, I have never seen one car in that parking lot, ever. And a part of me is like, I almost just want to see what's going on in there, but you don't ever want to be the only guy in a strip club. No. Uh, and I'm also not going there for for lunch or dinner. We, uh, you know, Troy and I uh, spoke about this at length. Uh, he used to go, when he lived in Ohio, like he used to go to the strip club for lunch. Like him and his buddies buffet. would go get like the prime rib, yeah, the prime rib buffet. Uh, and I thought that was crazy. The only person I have ever seen order food at a strip club, who got it, mofobes. Right. What? We uh, Thai chicks took us to Treasures one time. Your fucking mofobes orders a caprese salad. Tits and phobes and phobes eating mozzarella. It was the weirdest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. I got a boner and he's eating mozzarella and tomatoes. It's a, what a nightmare of a situation that were is. Were you coked up at that point, phobes? Just a- no, no, it wasn't bad. I think we were just hungry. So and we did know. We used to go. Was it? Maybe it was treasures in the in that four in that happy hour, like four to six, where they had like chicken fingers and dollar beers, and they did have a small buffet that had some fried foods. And I know we had yeah. gone with a, a, like a, a, with some of the the listeners, and maybe it was a Tycon adjacent, a, like a pre-opening ceremonies kind of thing, where people got there early and went. Um, and I know a couple of his guy people from school used to meet up there after on Fridays, and they did have some of those fried uh, little like buffet of fried foods. I don't know. So jury's still out. I may or may not pop in there at some point, but I just if there was at least like two cars in the parking lot, it would make me feel a little bit better about it. But if, if the sun, no, I didn't out realize you're just like walking, and I'm like, oh wait, because it had been 
the library again or something. It, like it had reopened and closed yeah. in the interim. You're correct. Yeah. The new library. Yeah. And then now it's, yeah, this purple. I saw they painted it because it was all black for a while. And I'm like, well, that looks scary. And then, yeah, now it's purple. And I'm like, is it? Oh, it's open, but there's no one there. Well, I tell you who we need to get on the case. Bob in Texas. Get him on the case. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he apparently is coming back into town, and uh, here's how you know that uh, that Bob runs a uh, a, a rowdy situation. Uh, Spoon said, "Hey man, I can't hang with you again this time around. Like it was too much last time." Uh, and so that's how you know uh, it's just going to be Bob and Jimi Henderson, I believe, so far as the uh, or I'm sorry, loves Panay. <laughs> Give the guys fucking social security number on the air. To, but uh, yeah, that's a uh, uh, that's a weird thing. Speaking of Bob, Bob had my all time. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> if I edit it, there were two. I can take there it were out, two. But I don't need it. Sorry, love Spinelli. Yeah, if it, but that's unfortunately sorry. It's a very common name. Anybody could be named. <laughs> uh, my favorite is Phobes. You were the first person to ever call him that on the air. And when I was like, maybe you shouldn't give his first and last name. And then you're like, oh, I thought it's because he lived in Henderson. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Pretty sure it's his last name. But anyway, uh, there were two posts in particular about the fast food conversation that that stood out to me. The first is Bob in Texas because he posted in such detail about like exactly what his order is, how much it costs, how he prefers certain items, but they cost too much. And here I am loading up to to make like a joke about like, yeah, you don't want to spend too much because you want to save that money for whores. And then he wrote it. He's like, I prefer to save my money for whores. He wrote it in his own post. Dude stole my punchline. And I was like, that's pretty intense. Like, but he, he posted this whole thing. And then the second one, and this one was troubling. We, uh, we talked about uh, uh, Y2K and how he got his whatever, his Taco Bell discount card where he can go once a day. Or the, and, uh, and he, like, wrote, he's like, oh, yeah, there's a spreadsheet. And I thought, I assumed he was joking because we're talking about Taco Bell. And then today he posted a picture in the Discord of his spreadsheet. It's the date. It's the uh, the, the menu item that he got on that particular date. Um, and then how much it would have cost retail so he can, like, track that he is, like, really maximizing the return on this whatever fucking $10 investment. And it was – and he had every single day in October on there. Like, this motherfucker is going to Taco Bell every single day, and he has the – he's got the spreadsheet to prove it. I mean, listen, he and I are in different places in life. I'm obviously, you know, still very much involved in, you know, raising my kids. I'm doing homework. I'm cooking dinners. My, my life is very hectic and frazzled. He's got one daughter who's married, the other one in college. Him and his wife are empty nesters. I guess you need a hobby, but, bro, I don't think this is the hobby, man. Like, this, is, this read very troubling to me. I was worried about him when he posted his Taco Bell spreadsheet. Does he do this to avoid like re- repeat items? Can he not remember what he ate? He's he's high when he's doing this. Can he not remember what he ate the day before? Dude, you're overthinking it. I don't know. Kenny's cheap. He just wants the ultimate value with enough fiber so he doesn't die. That's the only reason he doesn't always go supreme. Doing. 
No, but I think that you might be right. I, I think that you're both right. I think that the, the first and foremost is he's trying to maximize that dollar. But then there's another part of him, I think, to, to, to Phobes' point, where he's like, I really want to make sure I'm also getting every single item that is available to me and, uh, you know, and, and, and getting the full variety. So I think it's both. Either way, dude, it's Taco Bell. Like, what's happening, man? I look at the menu every time. And Don't I, go I every day. But he's paid his money. He has so to go. What's your Taco Bell order? Uh, but the now Mexican I need to know, folks, is Taco Mexican Bell pizza combo. Um, I think you're doing it wrong. I got to say, I feel like the Mexican Sometimes pizza Sometimes I make a chalupa in there or something. That's the right. The Mexican pizza is the single most overrated item at Taco Bell, no one gave a shit about it till they got rid of it, and then there was like this uproar because people needed their Mexican pizza, so they brought it back. It's you just get the tostada; it's the exact same fucking idea. Well, uh, the chalupa is tortilla, the correct the, item. Flour tortilla on the Mexican pizza. Um, I do have to because of the salmonella scare they had a couple of years ago. I do have to add my own green onions when I get home. I will dice up some green onions and throw those on top because they stopped including those. And they, they really add a nice, crisp uh, little bit of spice and a little texture. So I do add that back on. Um, I love I that that was such a deal breaker for you that you have to have your own supply of green onions so you can properly top your Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Delicious. Good gracious. Uh, no, I'm a Chalupa guy, mainly because it almost doesn't exist anywhere else. It's another one of those strange kind of made-up uh, items that uh, only Taco Bell has, and that's why I always get the Chalupa. Um, all right, there, there listen, was also I, I wanted to... a quick discussion yeah. about meat pies um, and whether meat pies classify as a fast food. Now, I want your input into this because I don't feel strongly about this. I'm not a huge meat pie purists of fast food or not. But it's something that's made in a factory and is then just designed to be reheated at places like a gas station or a bakery. Does that classify it as fast food because any monkey can serve it and it and you can grab it and eat it on the go? Or does it have to be cooked on the premises and not just reheated? What's your sort of drawing line for what is fast food? Well, I would say almost all fast food in the United United States is reheated. I mean, it all comes in a weird box and then they put it in a fryer. For me, uh, I if, if it's not handed to you through a window into my car, I don't classify it as fast food. It can still be garbage food. Uh, but it's got to, like, I need to be able to drive around and then they hand it to me. I order through a speaker box and they give it to me in a window. That is what I classify as fast food. So I would not put meat pie... Into it, we're also pizza we don't have a big then. meat pie culture. Pizza's out. Yeah, well, it is the only time I've had them. It is a like a cultural event, or is a Renaissance fair, and or the oh. rugby sevens food court. But that is the only place I've had meat pies is when they have concessionaires. So it's very much a carny food here. Um, mm. Like, okay. like the real, like the twirl of fries and the you know uh, funnel cake, and it's in that same level at least for us. Because it comes, I'll give you stadium food too. I'll give you stadium or something like rabbit bunny food with the bunny chow, some kind of big like half a loaf of bread that they carve out and put like a stew inside. That's I think a South African thing. Um, the rugby sevens always had a good international food fair uh, when they came here. So, and then the Renaissance fair has some of those things. 
more than, but I go right for the turkey leg of the Renaissance Fair. I mean, there's a thing that's a necessary item. It's a good walking. It's a good walking food. I uh, I, I don't like turkey under uh, most circumstances. Walking around with a giant dry ass leg of turkey is not something that I crave. But at the same time, if I see somebody with it, I, you can talk me into it. There's something about it. It's not dry at all. It's nice and juicy. It well, doesn't. I mean, it, 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 you it do have dry. to deal with a big like. It's just the most moist thing at the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some of those women. Uh, yeah, some of those women look very dry. Some of those ladies look very dry. Excellent point, folks. Uh, all right. As we listen, as we're uh, kind of uh, transitioning into Vegas news, I wanted to ask you. So I went to. Uh, I was at the. Um, Went to the the Strat for the first time in a very long time this past weekend. Went to see the Wallflowers. I'll discuss that at a later date. That was an interesting situation. But uh, I, I popped into the Mint beforehand, right okay. there on Sahara. Yeah. That uh, that old school like cocktail bar. It, had, it was really good. Played a little video poker. Had an old fashioned. I actually uh, it, it's it's a dicey area, but it, it's it's a good spot. And then as I was leaving, I passed by that uh, place that, it, you know, once upon a time was the, what was it called? The Red Dragon? The very Correct. short-lived yeah. uh, no, it's the Ahern Casino. Hotel. Now it's the Ahern. So, so I was going to ask you, so I'm looking at it, and yeah, come here, there's these restaurants, they have a comedy club in, in the Ahern, and I'm like, I didn't even know this was a fucking thing. So I wanted to ask you, like, what's, what exactly is the Ahern, and has anyone ever been to the Ahern? Um, it, it, it was purchased by, so you, if you're anywhere over like on Charleston and Martin Luther King, there's the Ahern equipment rental place, like where they rent loaders and stair, like, uh, all that kind of equipment. That's him. He bought the hotel. That's the same company? Yes. Oh, it's crazy. So he named it after himself, Ahern, like Ahern Rentals. Um, and it is, uh. Um, they were one of the first. They were busted for running the Republican convention during COVID when you weren't allowed to have more than, like, 10 people in a room. Uh, cool. Okay. So, yeah, they got fined, and he got fined, yes, yeah, several thousand dollars for that. So he's very much a, um, a Trump aficionado. Um, they run all of their official, uh, um, like, meetings and uh, caucuses and that kind of stuff through that place. And they have just opened a new uh, steakhouse called Joel's, I believe. It might be his son or his yeah. actual first name. I don't know. Uh, so I saw they had some very slick marketing for it. Um, but yeah, it's for the longest time I didn't. I don't think the actual hotel part was open. They had like the meeting rooms and a couple of hotel or a couple of like restaurants. But I don't actually know like now if it's like fully like an actual functioning resort, quote unquote. So they also have one of the most interesting things, I, uh, attractions I had ever seen. They are doing a meet and greet. And I wish I had uh, bothered to look up the gentleman's name. I'm not going to do it now, even though it's readily available on the Internet. But they we're doing a meet and greet with the actor that played uh, Thing in Adam's family. Now, for those of you who need a reminder, Thing is just a hand that walks around. <laughs> So the actor who lent his hand was doing a meet and greet, and I could not wrap my head around what that meet and greet could possibly entail. I mean, I assume, like, if you're a huge fan and you wanted to meet this person, like, it just, like, if you take a picture, you're taking a picture with the hand, right? Like, he poses like the hand, like it's, and you just... 
he just sticks his hand I out mean, of the glory hole and like shakes your hand, or do you see the whole person attached to it? I are you allowed to touch I the hand? Is it not insured for a million dollars? I mean, that's his moneymaker. That is, I mean, I can't imagine. I can't imagine what it could possibly entail. First of all, who's going? And second of all, you know, what 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 do you do? I I, I have to believe that you're just putting your face next to this man's hand taking a picture because it was otherwise it's just a fucking guy like all right this is I'm, this is me standing next to an older man uh and that's uh, so i don't know i uh, it, all of it made me want to go into the ahern um i'm not 100 percent sure i'm gonna do it given some new information that i just received from folks but uh, check it out yeah us. that one KGB and harris can get over there and check that and let us know what's going on over there Perfect. He's going to be in town. Maybe KGB and Spoon could pop in. I know that they're going to be here this this weekend. They could maybe just duck in, see the uh, the uh, the it guy or and you know thing whatever it was, and uh, just give us a rundown. Um, all right, listen. Let's uh, let's move into it. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't get to to explore the sphere. I was looking forward to hearing about it, but I have a good feeling you're going to figure out a way to mooch your way back into it. So, what do you have for Vegas news this week? Yeah, well, I definitely will because they do now have the pictures from America or whatever they do in the in the during the week when U two is not there. They have like it's like forty nine to ninety nine dollars where you can go in and you know they have this Darren Aronofsky produced this whole like forty five hour hour video of you know elephants and rockets and all you know cool stuff that utilizes all of the the video technology there. There is a hint I have heard if you are going. Um, do not buy tickets in the 100 level rows like 20 and higher because you're basically in this weird little section that looks like you're looking through like a window and you can't see up, you can't see down, you can basically see the band and that's about it. Um, and those are some of the higher price tickets, but I, I, apparently they do tell you somewhere that it's obstructed view, but not quite how obstructed it is. And I had a friend that go, went and he's like, I he ended up just walking just like back to the ticket and buying a better ticket. Cause he's like, I'm not sitting here. Um, Ouch. All right. Yeah. So that, so just, so look for that. Um, I will say the, uh, you know, I've been fairly understanding of some of, you know, the, this F1 preparation stuff. But it's getting to be goddamn ridiculous. There he goes. Finally, yeah. So, like for a week now. So, they had something the other day. I was and they had, in the middle of the day for no reason. They had no. There was a reason. Flamingo, Flamingo. No, there was. They were not doing anything. Flamingo down to one fucking lane. Um, and it was inconceivable. Like there was no. There was nothing going on at that. There were just cones everywhere, and a police officer sitting in the middle of the road. For no reason, they should only be doing this stuff at night. They should not be doing it during the middle of the day. Um, but and they just they did announce like right now at least I did sign up for there's text messaging that tells you when it's going to be a complete nutter clusterfuck. So I did get the message that from tonight until Saturday night, the entire intersection of Coval and Flamingo is closed because they have to build those stupid bridges. Um, yeah, those stupid bridges. Yeah. Don't put them in. Don't let people in and out. You need fucking access. Yeah, yeah well, they could have done. Yeah. So, but anyway, I was. <laughs> and so, so I understand. Okay, look, you got to work on, and then um, you got to work on Las Vegas Boulevard. You got to work on Koval. That's the track. I get it. But then, as a city and as planners, 
They completely screwed the pooch while they because because they are also working on Paradise, which is the next parallel street. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense. Like they, I have was down Paradise, and they they had cops. They were turning us, detouring us onto a dead end street. And I'm like, oh, like everyone's turning, and then they get to that, and they're like, what? Well, because there was no warning that it was a dead end street. They're just like, okay, and then they were detouring the normal traffic lane to the left. But there's also a left-hand turn lane there that they weren't. So there were almost three crashes when the people from the far right side tried to turn left into the people who were turning left appropriately. Uh, So, yeah, that's a big. uh, And they're doing a couple. They're also working on Decatur. They're tearing up the road for like six miles. And I don't understand why you don't do a block at a time or. But it's literally from Sahara to uh, Tropicana. And they've got the entire road ripped up. But that part of it is like, okay, someone needs, if you're going to tear up, you can't tear up all the parallel streets at the same time. There really needs to be a way for us to get around. Um, It really, uh, it feels like, it feels like a hate crime is what the, what it feels like they're doing. Like it's, like I've said it before, I feel like it's, it's specifically someone is fucking with me. Granted, I can be a little bit of a narcissist, but like everywhere I go is fucked up. And I'm like, how is it possible? How is it possible? that everywhere I need to be is being completely destroyed at the same time. Like, just break it up. It's been every job for term. It's more convenient for people. Like, there is not one thing that is worse uh, than the way they're doing it right now. Uh, so I am, uh, I, I, I agree with you. Like, uh, this, this whole thing is starting to feel intentional and specifically to target me. Uh, let's see we have oh there was on tragically there was a uh, there was a death um on one of the wor- workers who was working on the bellagio the stands um out in front of the bellagio he fell into the water and they pulled him out and tried to resuscitate him but unfortunately he did not make it um look i will say that's not something that happens at most f1 tracks unless it's las vegas or saudi arabia I would hate to think how many people don't building that sucker. Well, I'm sure Cutter, there's and, several Filipinos and Indians buried all over that track. Tony, you are a, a, such an F1 apologist. Every time we try to talk. Hold on. Oh, oh. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I worked up. I'm leaving this in. He was talking like a robot, and now he's touched up me. You know that happens. I get very uh, Italian when I get upset, and I start flailing around, and then I hit a cord, and then it all falls apart. Every time we start bitching about F1 and how it's fucking things up, you immediately come up with a bunch. You're, you are the battered wife of F1. Like, you immediately start to, th- no, it's okay. It's just this doesn't usually happen. It's just, no. you know, he got drunk this time. It's ridiculous. My point is this usually happens. You are building a racetrack in a living city. If you didn't want it there, stop it before it goes into action. Don't stop it afterwards. You knew, and I'm talking not you as individuals, you as a city, you as elected officials that allowed this to go through, you knew this amount of construction was going to take place. There was no minimal like, imp- didn't. impact. I mean, they, they, should have, they should have asked questions that they didn't ask. 
Oh, um, you mean they, they didn't actually look at not. Singapore or Monaco? These are street tracks in the middle of cities. These take months to build up and years of development. Don't don't tell me that, oh, they didn't. know. when you bid for a major project, you fucking know what goes into it. They knew that they might have not told you. Don't get mad at F1. Get mad at your local democratically elected officials, probably Democrats or probably Republicans. But, hey, they're the ones that allowed it to go through. Don't get mad at a business just doing business shit. Yeah, well, they – yeah, there's a plan to go to both. There's blame. F1 did not there. I have talked to those people because I've bitched to some of those elected officials and there were things that they were not. Oh, told here we go. Elected officials never lie. Never put the blame have, onto anybody no, else. They should, have, they should have asked more questions and they should have held them more accountable. I think that we'll see that next year. Um, so especially. Of course you'll see it next year. They won't be relaying the road for one. And the stands, once they've put them in place once, it'll take a lot less. The first year is always going to be fucking chaos. Yeah, they've already chopped down all the trees, so they won't have to yeah. do that again. Oh. Be all good. Yeah. Hey, Tony. Tony. What's, uh, what's your favourite meat pie? Uh, it would be a... There's a bakery in, used to be in Toongabbie, but they're now all over the place. They do great meat pies, and a steak and mushroom meat pie would be my go-to meat pie. My favourite, too. Brian. Steak and mushroom. Yeah. Brian, you're I, I cutting out like a robot. I just he looked thought like he was going up. I thought maybe if he talked about a meat, calm him down. <laughs> all right. Keep going, folks. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, we do have the Las Vegas Aces are once again in the... Uh... Once again in the... Uh... <laughs> I didn't touch anything. I didn't touch anything. Except yourself. Except yourself. <laughs> I feel like I What's should be doing on? NBA intros. I should be doing eight. wonder if he's fixed it. Mm. I'm, I'm good on my end. I can... Yes. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm still robotic, but I'm okay. Well, we're getting feedback. No, we're good right. now. Yeah. I right. think, think you okay. fixed the feedback. Yeah. Um, so the Aces are in, support. Don't you worry about it. The WNBA championship again. They lead uh, two games to one. Um, game four is tomorrow, so we have that. Um, they are, by the way, so much better than every other team in the WNBA. It's almost embarrassing like they're running a full-on all-star team uh and uh the only other team that was any good was new york uh they were the only other team that was even competitive so i you know definitely the two best teams but it's 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 doesn't even seem to be very fair well it's like we've lost stokes and uh chelsea gray so that could even the score a little bit make it a little tougher for us to win this uh to win out but we'll uh we'll see how that goes um and this is for you, Brian. I know you, how religious you are. Um, we are now officially the Archdiocese of Las Vegas. We have been upgraded um, to now include – that includes Reno and Salt Lake City. We have a new uh, – the uh, Papal Nuncio made a, an appearance in town yesterday. Um, and now the uh, George Leo Thomas has now been upgraded to Archbishop George Leo Thomas, Archbishop of Las Vegas. And, wow. uh, yeah, so – People must. He got his uh, little, uh, what do they call that thing, that. the paleo? Got his funny hat. 
this is one of those things where if I was still in Catholic school would have meant a lot to the people in my school. Uh, we, they used to fucking lose their mind once a year. The, like the Bishop Manuel Moreno, who at the time was the Bishop of, uh, of uh, whatever, Tucson, Arizona. Once a year, he would come to our uh, our school for a mass, and people would lose their shit. If you're into JC, uh, this is big news. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit lapsed, uh, but uh, I'm I'm very happy for the uh, for the archdiocese. But yeah, we're on the big board now, so we get uh, yeah, we get to vote Sweet. for. We got someone that can vote for cardinal now. I mean, cardinal would vote for pope, right? The oh, just yeah. the cardinal. Somebody that can help some child abusers get off. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We've got a whole another level of of cover up available. Of sin in Sin City. Absolutely. Can move to other cities now. <laughs> um, let's see. So in that list, obviously we've got. I think starting now, you know, for the next couple months, it's going to be very busy here. So we'll see. Hopefully, you know, this traffic stuff gets worked because we have. Um, some big conventions. We have the rodeo. We have the uh, uh, F1. Obviously, we get the Super Bowl. We've got all, uh, uh, CES. Then there's the World of Concrete. There's SEMA. So I, there was this article saying how much stuff we have coming down the line, and so much stuff. Stuff that in fact that the uh, National Business Aircraft Association has now, and they're they're here this week, has now decided to move their next five uh, conferences here to Las Vegas instead of rotating with Orlando. Um, they are, we've got a, they did an 18-acre expansion at Henderson Executive Airport, so they've got some, you know, like, planes, so you can go look at all your private planes and see what you want to buy, and they've now uh, upgraded it so they can land what they call Class 3, whatever, general aviation planes. So, because of all the stuff going on here that's going to attract so many people that can fly in those planes, they are moving that uh, conference here. So if that's your that's your gig, you can come out here and see some fancy planes. Sure. I've got to say, yeah. World of Concrete must be bringing in a lot of money to be mentioned in the same breath as F1. It is the second biggest uh, conference behind CES. You tell uh, It is, I mean, it is, they bring something like 90,000 people. Um, and a lot of heavy equipment. You see it all in all the parking lots around the convention center. They bring these giant earth-moving and uh, bulldozers and all kinds of fun stuff when that one's in town. In the, in the words of comedian uh, Rory Scovel, don't sleep on concrete, mate. It looks like somehow becomes all the buildings. So it, it's a big deal, Tony. I'm sure it is a big deal, but, uh, yeah, it's just like if you want to talk like bringing people in from like outside, like F1, it's going to be that big that they don't have enough room at any of the airports in Vegas. The private planes are going to have to be parked in Tucson or other places like that, Arizona. San Bernardino, Ontario. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to keep they're going to keep McCarran or uh, they're going to keep Harry Reid open for the big planes. Um, and then they're going to move all the general aviation to North Las. They're going to try to get them to go to North Las Vegas and Henderson. And then once they're unloaded, they're going to move them out and park them somewhere else. So, yeah. Um, let's see what else uh, we've got. So we finally have the we have the opening date of the Fontainebleau. That'll be December thirteenth, twenty twenty eight, or is it this year? Yeah, this year. Opening day, twenty twenty three. It will be opening uh, in two months, give or take. 
so let's we'll see about that. And then uh, Durango, you know, we I think we announced Durango is opening on November twentieth, right after the F one uh, Durango station. Uh, the, so there was a, the, apparently there was a cop Metro cop uh, has been sentenced to twelve years for some casino robberies. Guess uh, it was a. Uh, uh, he got it was the Red Rock and a couple others in that area that he was uh, he got caught uh, robbing and uh, he's been the the government asked for eighteen years they gave him twelve with three years of like home arrest uh, probation after that. They talk about how he did it, what his scam was. Uh, I think it was just he just robbed them like with a gun and came into the cage. Oh, cool, and, old school. I old like school, it. Yeah. yeah, the threat of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Other than that, not a lot. I mean, there hasn't been too much exciting going on. Uh, I think they did announce that uh, Post Malone will be opening. I think it, he'll be at uh, um, uh, Fountain Blue for New Year's. He'll be there. Uh, okay. Their big act uh, coming. And uh, uh, let's see who else. Someone else that open announced a residency. Oh, Christina Aguilera, I think, announced a reg- red, uh, residency here. Um, so I'll be. Yeah, I mean, I will definitely. I think now that the kind of the the U two show with the Sphere has proved to be quite the you know quite the success and is getting raised from all over, um, kind of all over the world and all the press. I think we'll see some other bands decide to you know take up that expense and expertise in uh, building a show around with all that you know level of technical, um, you know, technical and inner you know what do you design needed to match that that venue um and i think uh, i mean i think yeah there hasn't been a lot else crazy going on um uh, the raiders game like i said the, Raider, the raiders games have been fun la if anyone oh, i do want i did i want anyone from las vegas who bitches about our stadium who bitches about the traffic to go to sofi and try to get out of there it is a fucking disaster of which i mean most stadium a lot of the people here who bitch about it have never been to a stadium ever anywhere else apparently yeah. because anytime 70,000 people leave anything at once it's going to be a mess you can't design roads for the one time a week that 70,000 people leave it um so yeah so it was the i mean i guess the one thing is they do have a proliferation of bacon wrapped hot dog vendors that you can't like walk 10 feet without these guys. They got these little grills, some propane. They got uh, buns and they've got peppers and uh, onions. And then they've got bacon wrapped hot dogs and they're, they're 10 bucks and you can, and they're okay. outside the stadium in the parking lot everywhere. This, so that is, we kind of cracked down on that here. We do not really allow any kind of outside vendors. I saw there were some water guys kind of on the Hacienda bridge, but there was like, it didn't take them long for um, some, uh, Security personnel to come and move them along quickly, and it was like getting in and out. Of where, where do you? Uh, where do you park, folks? I'm actually going to. I've been to Elite first time Saturday the UNLV game. This is going to be my trial run for hopefully going to the uh, to the Giants game next month. But where do you park? Do you just pull pull right in? Do you park at Allegiant in the in the parking? How much does it cost? Give me a little bit of the rundown of how you handle uh, the parking directly, like on in the stadium. Right around like J, G, all the like up through H, I think, um, is one hundred and fifty dollars for parking. So I did not park there. Um, Fuck you! Yeah, what are yeah. you crazy? 
Where we tailgate, which is in lot S, which is uh, on the west side of the stadium across Procyon next to the Terribles. Um, it is like 105 plus once Ticketmaster gets it, it comes out to like 129. Um, so I don't park at any of those places. I mean, so what I do is I, I have the MLife credit card that gives me the Pearl status. at. So I will normally park at the Mandalay Bay Convention Center. And if we're tailgating in Lot S, I will then walk over Russell and uh, meet at our in our lot. Otherwise, I will park. Mandalay Bay is hard to get into because they shut off the street. Um, you can park at New York, New York. Or actually, what I do, I will park at MGM Grand and then walk across New York and take the, the shuttle from, Mandalay, uh, from Excalibur. So I did that this weekend because I, I, I went to Mandalay Bay, and I think there was a conference so they had it shut down. So I got there to the convention center, and it was it was blocked. So it, last week it wasn't. This week it was. So I went around and I parked at MGM. It took me about uh, it was about twenty five minutes to make that walk from MGM Grand across, and then take the little take the and you walk over Hacienda, and so it was a, a nice say, little walk, thirty minutes. The, these Vegas people have these sporting events down. This sounds beautifully organized. Sounds there's like there's enough parking for everybody. This sounds there's like it's not a Vegas parking. issue at all. Completely more than enough F1. parking for everyone. There's uh, most people walk because that's they're visiting. So and I mean, if you want, and there is a new lot. Terrible's built a three-story parking structure right on Procyon and uh, Russell. Um, and there's plenty of parking there. I think they were charging 100 bucks. Um, <laughs> Ridiculous. Am I crazy? That sounds like an insane amount of money to park. I think you can park Crazy Horse 3, I think, is 50 or $70. You can park a little further down on Russell. Uh, there's a lot of, like, the businesses there that have their parking, and it's I think we paid $40 uh, and then just had to walk down Russell to the stadium. So there's, you know. I am more inclined to, to walk. To, I'm going to book a room at the fucking Mandalay Bay. <laughs> And then just walk from there because it's going to end up being, you know, maybe only another extra hundred dollars from what the parking lot charges. And I have a room. So yeah. uh, that's I mean, crazy. For a UNLV game, you can getting into Mandalay Bay is fine. You can park yeah. in there. Um, yeah, just no one if, cares. They're early. Games, yeah. uh, there's usually not that many people at a UNLV game. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, so just, Depends on you know what your tolerance is for walking, what you know how close you want to be, um, and yeah, your ride share is probably a fucking nightmare. Getting out with ride, like trying to where, like, getting where, there is probably fine. Do, what you should do is just take the two dollar um, RTC Express from uh, Green Valley Ranch. It's two dollars each way, um, and you okay, can drink on the, the bus. Part. Okay, I like that part so, too. You're now yeah, you're it you it, go, it starts like two hours before the game and goes for like an hour, an hour, two hours after the game. And it's really because you just they they all line up right on that the frontage road to the stadium between the freeway. And yeah, they go from the M, the Santa Fe Station, Green Valley Ranch. I think they go from Samstown, um, and then a couple of others. But those those are great. I mean, I think. Uh, Aquaman does that a lot for the Golden Knights games. He takes those because he'll have a few drinks before and after and during the Golden Knights game, so he doesn't uh, drive home. And he lives, you know, kind of on the far side of town. So those are definitely, it's $4 round trip, and those are great. Okay, that's a good tip. 
Nice job. Listen, I think we did a wonderful job. Fell enjoyed our conversation as always. We're going to be back, the three of us, next week to uh, get an update on Circa Millions contest, uh, as well as, uh, you know, the internal TAI uh, football contest. And uh, listen, I'm going to have a big announcement on the show next week. Uh, as far as Team Spawners go, all I'll say right now is, uh, Tony, I'm going to need you to take some reps with the first team this week because you're about to get yourself a start. Uh, I am very upset at sediments of some of my top round draft picks. Uh, so, uh, Tony, who is, by the way, dominating the leaderboard oh, on the individual contest. I thought Fobes was in front last time I heard. Last I went five and zero. I went five and zero last week. O- only person that's gone five and zero. I went five and zero. I'm still solidly in seventh place. So that's how my picks have yeah, been going. Well, and I'm still. It was a bad week. There was a lot I'm of weird still, things happened this week. It wasn't. I went. I'm still in the one. top half of my team. Yeah, because a lot of weird the top half of my team. So we'll uh, we'll be talking about that next week. Until then, everybody, I, we always appreciate you listening. Check out the Discord. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 talk to you soon. Goodbye.